This is Deserter. Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Deserter podcast. Yes, we won't tell you what's special about it right away. No, in case you don't agree with it. <laughs> but what we can say is that the philosophy fans amongst you are in for a right rollicking treat. Yes, indeed. Along with anyone who's feeling blue, wronged, overwrought, out of step, mm. put upon, tired, and just fed up with the endless drudgery of mortal existence. Yeah, try, try to keep it upbeat, yeah? Um, uh, if you're happy and content as well, learn how you can help others achieve your state of mind involving just a small payment. Also in this episode, such belters as What We Did Next, in which we piece together the scrapes we got into after the last podcast. As well as what we've been up to and the news. Yes. Uh, Strapline, some of the news, some of the time. But first of all, before any of that, it's Wednesday, the 2nd of December, 2020, and you know what that is, don't you? Yes, Scotch Egg Day. Yes, indeed. It's the first day after lockdown two, which only means the bloody pubs are back open, in a way. Mm. Are you ready to sit at a table and gorge on a succession of Scotch eggs? <laughs> oh, God, I thought you'd never ask me. pub quiz at this point then yeah we're out and about we're in borough that's the first clue yeah we're in sc1 we're near southwark bridge yes we are uh, flat iron square yes in a pub run by the mistress mistress phoebe is that all we're going to give that's all we're going to give that's, that's all it. you get yeah that's good luck does. with that one okay did you guess where we were I hope so. If you guessed the Rosen Crown on Union Street, award yourself one pint. We're drinking a pint of Bermondsey Best. Mm. Yes, from Southwark Brewery. Not bad. Not bad. A modern all. take on a on a bitter. Mm. Um, okay, first up, uh, the newish section: what we did next when we try and piece together what the frick happened after oh the last. God. Podcast. Yeah, really. Yeah, that took some piecing together uh, because we were, frankly, a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you left us, as I recall, in the half moon. Yes, that's and right. And then um, we, we went across into Hernhill, didn't we? To went the, to the commercial first. Went to the commercial. Yeah, yeah we played around with the outside heaters. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bit of exercise. Keep going up to press the uh, press the heater. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did we go from there? Then we went to Canopy, didn't we? We went straight to Canopy. Yeah. We went straight Canopy to Canopy, Canopy yes. Yeah. And of course, we hadn't eaten, which was a you know a schoolboy era. Yeah. You know, and you know, we're a bit old to be schoolboys, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but we keep repeating that mistake. And they had some very delicious, but also quite strong beer on. Yeah. I recall, that well, I can't get past the uh, the IPA, which is five point six, I think. The the Kvik. The, the Brockwell IPA. But oh, then we got, had the, oh yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, okay. It, it's actually pronounced Kvik. Okay. <laughs> Pardon you. Um, Do you know what? I actually looked up how you pronounce Kvik. This is oh, the beer that's K V E I K. Yeah. And uh, they asked a Norwegian person, "How do you pronounce the beer K V E I K?" And uh, and he said, "Well, there are two ways to pronounce it. <laughs> it's either Kvik or Kvik." Right. <laughs> that's why I thought I'd give up. Um, yeah. So um, and that was even stronger, wasn't it? Was it? Yes, it was. Uh, oh, up the creek, it's called. Yeah. Uh, and it was effing delicious, wasn't it? it and was. uh, yeah, so we had a few of those. And then I got medicined in the alley by the professor. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely read that chapter of your autobiography. <laughs> because and because of uh, and because of COVID, you know, he handed me a, a joint and then wouldn't take it back. Oh, and he's a professional. I mean, Absolutely. He, you know, like I don't smoke every day anymore, or even perhaps every week. But uh, so you know. Well, maybe I do. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, consequently, it was very strong. And I couldn't hand it back. I had three quarters of a very strong number. Yeah. Oh, I had to leave, numbers. didn't I? Um, because um, one thing I'll get used to is table service, but I'm never going to get used to running a bar tab. Uh, and I had to get back for some reason. 
it was only about eight o'clock. <laughs> so I was mm. gone, mm. and I wandered off, um, you know, without uh, thinking of the uh, the bar tab. Unfortunately, so did you. Yes, that's right. Well, I mean, when uh, w- when I was offered that joint, uh, the professor said, uh, "Here, have a go on this vic." And I didn't think anything of it. And uh, when I realised after you'd left uh, uh, that I was in no condition to still be out, because I had to say to the professor, "Do you know where I am?" <laughs> I literally didn't know. What this is part before of you left. This is before I left. Yeah, I wasn't sure quite what part of town I was in. Um, and he told me, and uh, that made sense. So I wandered off, and then I started hearing these calls: "Vic, Vic," which that's not good. <laughs> didn't really take a lot of notice of, but it got more and more urgent mm. until I realised that they were, they were addressing me. And I came back to find that we had both walked out without mm. paying. <laughs> so I'd like to apologise to Canopy. Yeah. Um, it's all sorted out now and yes. uh, I hope we'll be welcome again. Yes. <laughs> Just makes me wonder what we're going to get up to today because um, yeah. we're on a bit of a crawl, aren't we? Because... We're not going to miss eating, though, are we? No, no, not today, no, because you've got to have a fucking scotch egg wherever you go. Um, Yeah, anyway, more on our pub crawl later. Um, I managed to get away, before lockdown, lockdown, I managed to escape to Kos, which turns out to be a Greek island. So we we booked this this break, and then, uh, you know, lockdown was announced... And I was just reading the rules, and it said, you know, all international flight banned. So I said to Mrs. Rader, you know, we're buggered, the holiday's up, babe. I said, she was, you know, in bits. Mm. Until I read a bit further down, and it said, uh, from 4 a.m. Thursday morning. We were going on Wednesday. Mm. Back in the game. Mm. Um, so we had, a, we had a lovely week out there in the sun, which was a, was a treat. Um, the only slight bit of trepidation was that uh, you know you, you don't have to have a test before you go but they will pick random people 20% of visitors out for a quick test so if you've got it you have to uh, you suffer well once you have a test you have to suffer the agony of waiting for 24 hours to see if you've got it or not and then if you have got it they take you to the army barracks where you have to stay for 14 days oh my god yeah yeah this doesn't sound Wise. No, so there was a, there was a bit of trepidation there, and um, but I thought Kos is a Greek island, there'll be nothing there. Anyway, there was something there. Mm. Um, the Greek border guards were there, Kos and um, their twenty percent was quite regimented. Mm. One in five parties was being pulled out of the queue and being sent out over to Science Prison for a test. And as we got closer and closer, I realised we were going to be the fifth five. party. Yeah. We were the fifth one. Mm. Holiday ruined if we've got it. Mm. And uh, as we approached the uh, the border guard, some little English guy came up and said, do you mind if I push in? Do you mind if I push in? Terribly. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, I, didn't know what, I didn't know what was going on. Neither did the border guard. He looked at us. He looked at him. He was furious with him. Right. Just for being so, so rude. I, I, yeah, for being so rude. So I said, yeah, sure, go ahead. Mm. Um, you know, slightly disconcerted. And the border guard said, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Over into this queue, please, sir. <laughs> you two have a lovely holiday. Oh. <laughs> well, you got to, Raider honestly, lucks out again. I, I lucked out again, honestly. I was a, I'll tell you what, I was a nervous wreck. I, 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 I believe now, I understand that border guard shenanigans is a younger man's game. <laughs> and God, I had my blood pressure pills. And I mean, didn't have any weed on you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, after my, um, the hard uh, way. my my recent brush with the Norfolk Constabulary, <laughs> right. I'm yeah. staying put, mate. I'm staying in South London. <laughs> yeah, believe it when I see it. <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, on Dessert uh, website, we have posted a takeaway beer map. Yeah, I mean, what a public service that is. Yeah, I mean, I mean really I've used it. I mean, you. I mean, uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's amazing that we've we've been commended for a Prince Charles Award for that, <laughs> isn't it? Or is someone having us on? <laughs> I thought it was a BAFTA. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is currently up on the site, and of course, a lot of the pubs will be um, continuing to do takeaways. Mm, yeah, because you. In case you don't want a substantial meal, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I used it, and I had a little pub crawl the other day in East Greenwich. You know, yeah, went, went me to, too, me too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I made the map, and mm. then I tested the map. Yeah. And I think that's what that's we stand what, for, isn't that's it? That's what scientists do. Yeah, they exactly. experiment, experiment on themselves. Yes. <laughs> um, I've been having great success in around Brockwell Park, Hearn Hill area. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is Off the Cuff and the Green Parrot doing some takeaways... In, in downtown Hearn Hill, as you might call it. It's um, <laughs> a first. Both uh, the breweries, Canopy and Bullfinch, are doing takeaway booths. Mm-hmm. Lots of tables available up at the top of the hill in Brockwell Park, mm-hmm. in what we now call the Brockwell Park Arms. <laughs> and if the weather turns, there's a hut. Mm. Yeah, a hobo hut. <laughs> um, the other hot spot uh, on the map um, was Lordship Lane in East Dulwich. Oh yeah, uh, spinach. The house of Tipler and Franklin's are all doing takeaway mm. draft ale, mm. and I was there uh, Friday before last. Franklin's are even doing cask ale actually. Really? Um, this, is, this is a development. Yeah, and um, I was there the Friday before last is Cyclone, Pompey, and Mickey Science, and uh, various other reprobates. And I don't think, although the pub was telling people to move away once you bought your beer. Uh, they weren't really. People weren't really moving away. They were just. Well, we, we, we were sitting by a wheeling, standing by a wheelie bin, and uh, others were um, milling around. You know, I, I very quickly noticed that other wheelie bins had been taken, and then I noticed some people on the other side of the street, and then some other people on the other side of Lordship Lane. Right. And then I noticed a police vehicle uh, drive by. And I said to the boys, I said, I bet they'd come back. They said, well, don't be ridiculous, well, radio. I mean, you're tuned to the police now, aren't you? I mean, this, you're well, like... Yeah. You're I mean, like yeah. police radio. <laughs> and and uh, sure enough, they came round, and they jumped out of the meat wagon, and they were all like, all right, everyone's got to disperse. In fact, he said, everyone's got to disperse. This doesn't look like groups of three, now does it? Mm. And uh, I was thinking, it's actually group of two, you fucking idiot. Mm. But they, they don't even know the rules. Well, they're not the Sweeney, are they? <laughs> <laughs> but if they don't know the rules, who does know the rules? Anyway, it was the most polite police dispersal in recorded history. Cool Everyone person. just wandered off with a nod. And uh, everyone walked up the hill to the Great Exhibition, which we're also doing takeaways. Mm. <laughs> it's a bit of a little bit of a rush on up there. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Um, yeah, I mean, I think my, my little uh, hotspot was on the river, you know. Uh, yeah, people taking stuff from the Pelton or the River Ale House and just wondering, I mean, it's a lovely spot. And there's mm. uh, people go up by the anchor outside. The cutty the site was closed. Mm. But there's plenty of space around there that you can uh, yeah. keep distant and uh, have a little drink by the water. Yeah, which is lovely, isn't it? Mm. I mean, nothing like going by nothing the water. Like um, so, yeah, that's the takeaway beer map on deserter.co.uk right now. Okay, should we get to the meat of the matter? The meat of the matter, yes, we should. So she said what can I get you? And I said, I'll have a pint, please. And I brought my friend Vinny along because I understand you have to order it with a substantial mail. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, and he's nearly 18 stone, I said. Not a flicker. <laughs> I might as well have been talking to the wall. Oh, we're wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Welcome back. And uh, now is the time for the big reveal. Following on from our first book, Today South London, Tomorrow South London, we are funding for our new book with Unbound. Shirk, rest and play and live happily ever after, Mm. it's called, or at least that's our working title. Um, If you've got a better idea, do please let us know. Absolutely, yeah. Um, We did have some other offers, but we decided to stick with Unbound, the crowdfunding publisher who did such a great job with our first book, which I'm sure, as everyone knows by now, <laughs> is an Amazon travel bestseller, and the London Evening Standard Comedy Book of the Year. Mm. Um, shirk, rest and play. I think the first and most important thing to say, then, is that this book won't happen without your support. Very important, I'm yes. going to bang the table there, but it's bad for recording. Um, as we speak, we've reached about 40% of the funding after our launch last week. 
So thank you very much if you've pledged already. Indeed, yeah. Over 160 book angels have, yeah. have pledged to support this book. And uh, if that's you, then consider this broadcast a little taster of what you have in store. Uh, and if you have not pledged for the book, we implore you to do so immediately. Mm-hmm. If not sooner. If not sooner, indeed. Every pledger will get their name in the book. And there are some great rewards to be had, including having a pint with us, which will be nice. Yeah, especially for us. <laughs> and you can pledge via the Deserter website, deserter.co.uk, or go direct to the Unbound site and search for Deserter. So, the book is called Shirk, Rest and Play, Brackets and Live Happily Ever After. Working title, mm. close bracket. Is the working title in the brackets or close bracket full of shatter? How would you describe it, Vinny? Well, uh, it's like a deserter manifesto, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Did you just come up with that? Just like that? Just like that. Uh, yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a guidebook, isn't it? Mm. A guide to life, a yeah. self help book, uh, an opportunity perhaps to alter your world view, you know, to stop mm. chasing your tail and enjoy your pint. Life! Enjoy your life! <laughs> we, we take a look at all walks of life, from work and leisure, of course, to slacking in the home. We'll talk money, that, you know, that's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Health and, and even death, asking, what's in it for you? <laughs> Indeed, yes. <laughs> Uh, yes, and, and and we've had a really positive response with all those uh, all, all those uh, pledges, uh, but not everybody has uh, got behind it, and and some have been a little critical. True. Um, I, I don't know if you saw Ron Searle's tweet. I did. Uh, yes, said it sounds like an anarchist's handbook. It's no support from me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sorry, we're not going to have, have have you behind us, Ron. But we but will have you on the back of the book. We will have you on the back of the book. <laughs> Cheers, Ron. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry to bring up work, obviously, but um, it has to be faced only from the perspective of how to avoid it. Yes. Um, early on in the book, we deal with first impressionism, uh, training your employer. You think of them as like an unruly pet who thinks he is the boss of you, but in fact it's the other way around. So you've got to go in hard and be oblivious to their expectations. Have a two-hour lunch on your first day and just mm, mm. just don't countenance any kind of criticism. Um, it's quite possible they, they, you know, they'll be too shy to say, where have you been, you know, or you mm, know, mm. You know, you're new, you know, they'll, they'll be, is, go easy on you. This is just what Vinny does. Yes. He has two right. hours. He needs two hours. Yeah. Where is he? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's in HR. Come back and say, HR are very thorough here, aren't they? You know, <laughs> uh, sticking a beer. Um, but anyway, do it every day and they'll lose that window of opportunity mm. for mm. affecting your behaviour. Or maybe not every day because you remember uh, what happened to uh, Osman? What's that? He, he, took the first, he had the first Monday book. He started on a Tuesday mm. and the next Monday booked off for a funeral. Mm. And then halfway through the third week, he heard someone say, uh, oh, no, you can't book Osman for Mondays because he doesn't do Mondays. Exactly, exactly. You've got yeah. to keep your eyes open. Keep your, keep, it's opportunistic. Set a precedent. Yeah, and he never did a Monday for the rest of his career. Yeah. Um, and there's other advice about, um, uh, for instance, failing an interview. Uh, you know, to yeah. ward off work in the first place. Half-Life turned it into an art. Oh, that's amazing. The first thing you do is take his shoes off. <laughs> and then light up a fag. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> and the twitch. <laughs> yeah, so we have, to, we have to look at tactics for, for wrong-footing those who would give you stuff to do. Yeah. You know, if you, make sure you ring your boss at 9.30 at night at his home mm. or her home mm. and ask a question they can't possibly understand, let alone answer. Yes, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. And look, of course, to the nap, which is the whole point of employment, isn't it? Sleeping on other people's time. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, you get that right, and um, you've got your work-life balance right there. Sleeping at work, partying Sleep. at home. That's right, yeah. Where you have your hangovers. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, but you mentioned Ivan. There is some... We will be hearing from Ivan. We will, yeah. He's left us a message of support, which is mm-hmm. nice. I am the corporate deserter. I earn a six-figure salary. And I do fuck all. Hello, 
I am the corporate deserter, speaking to you from my luxury New York apartment. The best of luck to Dirty South and the Dulwich Radar, is it, with their new book, which I encourage you to support with all the spare wedge you've made from investing in Pfizer and AstraZeneca. I understand I am referred to at length in the chapter on work, believing as I do that it is possible to make work work for you, and I look forward to that. I myself have pledged for this book, despite obviously having no intention of actually reading the drill these losers come up with. That is the measure of the man I am. I am the corporate deserter. I always remember what Half-Life said, apropos work. It's not Mondays that are shit, it's your life. Yeah. So very It's work. full of choices. Yeah. Yeah. Change your life, read the chapter on work. Um, well, uh, that work is followed, isn't it, by... Um, Le- leisure. Leisure. Or leisure, as you like to call it, after you spent four months in America. <laughs> um, the end of leisure... No, sorry. I fucked that up, haven't I? Aristotle would be cross. The end of labour, said Aristotle, is to gain leisure. Wise man. Yes. Bit of a twat. (laughs) (laughs) Never brought around. Um, In this chapter, this is where we get a little bit highbrow, isn't it, to be honest? uh, Well, we're known for it. (laughs) Yeah. And we take a deep dive into the serious benefits of introspection, reflection and meditation in a chapter we've entitled How to Do Fuck All. Mm. Mm. Uh, in fact, in the book, uh, I am sent out into the field to do precisely fuck all for one day in the Brixton area. Well, that's science. Yeah. Uh, I won't give away the results now, but suffice to say that what happened was psychogeography. Mm. Change you. You were changed after that. I was, yes. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't just psychogeography it was pubs <laughs> funny how they often go together isn't it <laughs> yes well you know what you know you know Guy Debord the father of psychogeography uh, and the situationist theorist mm. um, in 1950 Paris, Paris when he invented it he embarked basically on a series of urban wonders mm. the derive mm. uh, I don't know why I'm telling you this because you wrote it uh, <laughs> and um Cynics basically would call them uh, pub crawls, wouldn't they? Mm. As would Madame de Boer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, after that, in the leisure chapter, we take a look at relaxation, uh, including a brief but devastating history of the sofa, <laughs> and a re evaluation of the benefits of one of mankind's greatest abilities leaning. Yeah, amazing, yeah. Leaning is essentially relaxing we espouse in this chapter mm. and exercise at the same time amazing yeah that's why we're better than animals we call it relax and i think that is surely worth your pledge money alone <laughs> <laughs> following on from that in leisure there's uh chapters on sport booze pubs i mean honestly i'd, I'd have to say the leisure chapter is one of my favorites mm. um Concluding with the micro-binge, which you invented, didn't you, Vinny? I did invent it, yes. I mean, or could you say necessity invented it? Because uh, I was in a situation where I was uh, trying to do a little bit of work. um, uh, But I'd done the school run. This is a kind of a forerunner of the the school run pub crawl that you may have seen in uh, in our first book. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's much more condensed. um, Ended up visiting a pub I, I, I still had to be sensible at the end of the day um, and uh, just just had enough mm. just had a couple of pints you know it's, it, it is a micro binge there's no doubt about it yeah you pack it in quick pack it in quick and quick and, coffee bath with candles <laughs> exactly yeah so instead of going on and, and going to pub after pub yeah. and then showing up at the school uh, pissed as a cunt <laughs> <laughs> I'd sorry, sobered sorry, up. Sorry, Phoebe. I'd sobered up. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, um, I'd had a coffee. I had some yeah. dark chocolate. I had a bath. <laughs> Scented candles, I remember. Crucial <laughs> well, you, you saw the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
winter school, fresh as a daisy. That's the micro binge. Yeah, good stuff. You yeah. get a load of that. Mm. Learn how to micro binge. Mm. Uh, what's, what was the next one? What's the next chapter? The next chapter is on the home. It's, it's very important. Yeah. It's, it's where we should be spending all of our time. I think, as Most you say in, in the book, home is where the broadband is. Yes, indeed. It used to be where the heart is, but now it's where the broadband is. Um, you'll be pleased to, to note that uh, some of the top recipes from the deserter kitchen will be available oh, yeah. in this chapter. Of course, yes. Um, and um, but yeah, the home has changed, hasn't it? As a, mm. as a result of uh, COVID, uh, so now you have to consider how to avoid work at home. Yes. Yeah. And we're not talking about DIY. We're talking about actual work. Actual work. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean that's what all those funky backgrounds are for, and pictures of other people working. Yeah. They can yeah, all exactly, be used yeah. online. <laughs> Um, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to avoid work, you've got to avoid DIY, obviously. Uh, housework is something else yes. that you don't want to have anything to do with. Gardening, um, of course family, and, and um, how to maintain a level of desertion amid all these challenges. Mm. Um, it's, it's a minefield. and um, I liked your bit on DIY, uh, I think it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where you said that the DIYer is naturally curious about how things work. Mm, mm. Uh, he or she is a puzzle solver. Mm. On finding the printer not working, for example, their desire for knowledge will lead them to try to solve the mystery. The deserter couldn't give a toss about the puzzle. <laughs> he is more likely to chuck the puzzle in the bin and buy a new one that works and therefore is a printer again and not a puzzle. <laughs> Oh, I'm laughing at my own gag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, yes. In short, the home is a minefield. My advice is to move. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we're just now beginning to get a sense of how monumental this book mm. is going to be. Mm. Uh, how it's going to sit alongside the great philosophical tracts of the past, and how maybe like a religion. It, <laughs> It will guide us uh, to nirvana, uh, except without the wars and the killing. But before we get too carried away... The news. The news. The news. 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 Oh, thank you, baby. Spoiling us, baby. They look gorgeous. Do you want to say hello on the podcast? Oh, are you recording now? Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> That's very good. That's a very good hello. <laughs> First up, of course, pop and beer news. So, London, like most of the rest of the country, is in tier two. Yeah, so we've gone out of the lockdown and gone into something very similar. <laughs> yes, we have, in fact, haven't we? No household mixing indoors. Alcohol, alcohol only served with a meal, etc. We all know the drill by now, probably. Essentially, the pubs are reopened, but they're only functioning as restaurants. Mm. Uh, maybe just a, a quick reminder of those tiers in full, then. Tier 1, pints. Tier 2, pints with chips. Tier 3, no pints. <laughs> uh, the question is, for me, Why? Well, yes. And I'm going to put three question okay. marks after that. Right, okay. <laughs> You're looking at me like I know. But, you know, I mean, who's going to complain about it? Don't, isn't, don't we want pints with chips? <laughs> no, that, that is true. That is true. But why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> See, Hung, hungry? Get red there. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it to keep me sitting at a table? In all why? seriousness. Why? Yeah, Why? Is it, stop, is it to stop me getting drunk? You know, is it ballast to stop me getting drunk? Fair enough. Um, is it to discourage the pub crawl? Also fair enough. Um, but it, that's, it's not, you know, is it, not uh, that many people pub crawl like we do, I don't think. But what is the reason? Nobody Why? Knows. Nobody, Why? Nobody knows. DeFeifel doesn't know. Uh, Ellie Lou, you know Ellie Lou, mm. uh, she's postulated it might be to price people out of the pub. To keep the volume down. Right. Mm. Uh, well, we don't know we don't know whether it's to keep us sitting down whether it's to stop us getting drunk whether to stop us pub crawling whether to keep poor people out of the pub we don't know and we don't know 
because no one is telling us. No, we have no transparency from those fucking clowns. If it's proven that the COVID transmission is less with a meal than without, mm. show us the science, isn't it? Yeah, they're making it up. Yeah, they just show us the science. Um, but they won't because they can't because they won't because <laughs> they can't. Um, to me, uh, and, and I mentioned this in a post I put up uh, on Deserter called Pubs Under Attack, which mm. is how it felt from where I am sitting mm. a part of bench. Um, to me, it all smacks of Puritanism. Yeah. Uh, uh, prohibitionism, if mm. you want, laced with snobbery and a side dish of you shouldn't waste your time in the pub. Mm. Waste time in a pub. Outrageous. That's the best time, isn't the, it? Yeah. It's all the other time that's the wasting of the time. Yeah. The time in the pub is the best time. Mm. And uh, Waste time at work. Exactly. And they want to take, take that away from us, even though all the evidence shows pubs, particularly now they've geared, all, all geared up for social distancing, are a minuscule problem in COVID transmission. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are busting their balls to make yeah. them safe. Yeah. And, and the science I have seen suggests they're way behind homes, schools, work and churches in COVID transmission. Mm. Are they closing the churches? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are they fuck? Are they fuck, yeah. No, they're no. not. They are closing the churches or open. No, no. We'll, we'll, we'll come to one of those later. You don't even have to buy a meal in one. Just a little wafer. <laughs> a transubstantial meal. <laughs> Come on. There are not enough transubstantiation gags on the internet. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it's almost as if Her Majesty's government idiots don't know what they are doing. Mm. Anyway, rant over. Mm. Thank God. Check out pubs under attack on deserter.co.uk for more ranting. Um, <laughs> next item was uh, a news item, four day weeks making a comeback. Is Have it? you heard about that? No, 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 tell me. The time has come for a four day week, says a coalition of European politicians and trade unionists. Mm-hmm. They're getting there. Yeah. Uh, a four day week would help deal with the economic fallout of the pandemic according to a letter sent to the European leaders. Um, of course, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It does, it does doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's not good enough. Well, not for us. No. No, we have higher standards. Our position remains a five-day weekend or die trying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a start, you know. The world is coming round to, to uh, our way of thinking and... Perhaps once our book comes out, mm. there'll be more of that sort of thing. Exactly. Pledge now. Deserter.co.uk or Unbound Search for Deserter. You saw something about some rabbits. Well, I mean, you were mentioning churches as well. And, mm. uh, and, and this is a handy news piece that uh, combines the two. Um, yes, there's a, there's a tequila bar in Nottingham. That is trying to get round because they're in they're in tier three, so they can't. Oh open. shit! It. No points. Sorry to everyone no in tier three, by the way. Hard luck. We're in tier two. That's why we're in the pub. I mean, I, I don't mind. Yeah. To, don't, yeah. don't wish to rub your nose in it, but no, that is no. grim. Yeah. I feel for you, man. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awful. Um, hopefully, though, this uh, this tequila bar in Nottingham, the um, four hundred rabbits, is going to be able to register as the church. 400 rabbits um, by claiming it's a place of worship so that it can once again have shared mixed households in its premises to uh, worship the name of the Lord with a transubstantial meal (laughs) Um, yes I did see that Uh, I I came up with a new name for them yeah 400 rabbis good good come on come on come on just took the tea out Mm. yeah Mm. Um, in, in the foreshortened uh, news this week, I think we're going to have to go straight to crisp news. Oh, fantastic. Oh, are, are, are we not? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we are. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I just thought of another gag. <laughs> go for it. 
Well, you know, they're going to have lots of nuns in the um, in in the uh, the tequila bar in Nottingham. The four hundred abbots. Four hundred abbots. Abbots. What's an abbot? Abbots. Abbots. Four hundred abbots. <laughs> 400 abbesses. <laughs> no, it's all gone, all gone wrong, isn't it? Um, yeah. Can, can, can we go to the crisp news? Let's go to the crisp news. I love the crisp news. I mean, I didn't think this would become a feature, but no. I'm really happy that it has. I know. Yeah, well, first up, uh, Heidi Wicks got in touch. Um, you know, remember last, uh, last episode we had Marks and Spencer's roast potato flavoured crisps? Do I? <laughs> Changed your life, didn't it? Changed your life. Um, she got in touch to say that it, Lidl are doing camembert, rosemary and wild garlic flavoured crisps. <laughs> that is dirty. That is sensational, isn't it? I haven't had a chance to taste them yet, mm. but it sounds good. Uh, and then a little bit further investigation, because as you know, that's what I'm all about, showed that um, Lidl are also offering blue Stilton red onion and thyme flavoured crisps. The world's gone mad. And pigs in blankets flavour crisps. Oh, I've, I've had them. I've had them. You've had them. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. Of course you have. It's Christmas. <laughs> I mean, it, on the face of it, it seems like they're out waitrosing waitrose, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. Until you hear what waitrose have to offer. Oh, they come back. <laughs> Waitrose's Christmas offering is. Hand-cooked Iberico ham and fig-flavoured crisps. <laughs> Come on. That is world-class Ponzi crisping. Yeah, that is world-class Ponzi crisp. Um, yeah, well, that's the end of the crisp news, and uh, I'd just like to say Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, get it? Yeah. Merry Christmas to one and all. No, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Forget it. Let's move on. <laughs> Back to the book. Hmm. And have you pledged yet? Because we need your money. We do, rather. It's uh, not going to happen without it. No, it's not going to happen without it. Uh, and on the, on, the, on the subject of money... We have a chapter on money because uh, there's a problem with deserterism, as we might call it. Um, as you open up your leisure time, so you reduce your income, right? And uh, we wonder uh, aloud <laughs> in writing what we can do to uh, ameliorate this inconvenience. Uh, firstly, we talk about the philosophy of enough is enough. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a mindset lesson, really, isn't it? And moving away from luxury goods like trainers towards the attainment of necessities like ale. <laughs> uh, we'll look at gambling. We'll look at investing, uh, which is the same thing as gambling, but for some reason has a different name. Mm -hmm. uh, inheritance, uh, thievery, and uh, we will even talk again here about work, I'm sorry to say. Mm and uh, how much can be achieved by reducing hours and not to mention bunking off early. Uh, it's worth remembering the old saying here, of course, um, every day is a half day if you just fuck off. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there's deserter basic income, the free money that we advocate for every citizen, working or not, to make life a little bit more worth living which i think has got a little bit closer during this uh yes this pandemic it certainly has yeah yeah, yeah people yeah. are thinking about it and there is there is money for nothing show me the money tree yeah uh we advocate this is paid for by the dismantling of the benefit system and the legalization and taxation of lovely drugs mm -hmm. pledge for our book now and we'll get commercial manager Pompey Dunk to actually crunch the numbers in time for publication. Imagine you, a simple person, helping to add to the sum of human happiness. Mm. You're amazing. Pledge at deserter.co.uk. Finally, uh, we will guide you through some practical ways to be a skinflint. Uh, for example, 
the Eternal Student Gambit. Uh, sign up for a £9.99 online accountancy course with eCareers and bag yourself a bona fide NUS card for massive discounts on travel, scran, clothes and 300 quid off a new Mac. Mm. It's a bloody gold mine out there. And also, best of luck with your studies. Yeah, yeah. I, I went for French. I thought it made me more interesting. Oh, you, st- you studied French, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not really. No, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. That's good. Lesson one. Done. <laughs> After money comes, of course... Health and beauty. Health and beauty. As you would and expect. Over to our health and beauty expert, Dirty South. Yes, I mean, uh, yeah, it's only natural that uh, the radio would be uh, covering money mm. and that I'd be covering health and beauty. Um, we I have mean, so much of both between us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with a couple of stunners like us, uh, it's only we would want to share our secrets, wouldn't we? Um, Definitely, yeah. But it, yes, it's why, why are we covering health and beauty? I mean, the uh, thing is, pleasure is the domain of the healthy. If you're going mm, to be mm. having a good time most of the time, mm. you're going you're gonna to need... You don't want to go there fucked. No, you don't. Carrying no. a hangover with no. a limp. Keep yourself healthy, uh, we're saying, so that you can enjoy getting unhealthy. Y- yeah, and, and, and make it last longer. Make we, it last longer, that's the key, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I mean, we're responsible authors, I think. Mm. You know, we, we recognise that our lifestyle does have some pitfalls mm. uh, there are costs to every victory yeah um, so yeah there are medical dangers to deserting and mm. we, we discuss those frankly uh, we sometimes do. graphically oh god um, but it's nothing compared to the dangers of work no it's not no which is you know all the stress uh, and, and yeah. all of what that can do to you I mean you don't get gout from stress. You get that from deserting, admittedly, uh, <laughs> along with obesity and drug addiction. Do you get gout from work? <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult chapter to write. This a one, difficult isn't it? chapter, but you know, we we managed it. Um, I mean, you did you, on dieting. You became very animated. Uh, not uh, animated uh, enough to lose actual weight. No, uh, but uh, that's more agitated. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yes. Yeah, so, so we, you know, we. We have a quite a frank look at uh, at, at the the dark side of deserting, but also there's a spirited defence there mm. of the benefits, the health benefits. Yeah, a beer, of butter, of potatoes. The, the health benefits of relieving stress and building confidence. Yes, being kind to yourself. A little bit of what you fancy. Have a little bit of what you fancy. There's even yeah a section on lard. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when, when the uh, we've done obviously a lot of research on this, and uh, one of my favourite things we turned up is that eat, the eating of sugary foods can literally reverse anxiety. Right, is that right? Yeah, because um, stressed is desserts spelled backwards. <laughs> I mean, this so is I'm going re- to read this book, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> <laughs> And what else is there in this book? We must be getting towards the end of it by now. There's so much already. Death. What? Death. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what he said. I'm oh, sorry, I'm a bit deaf. Talk about death. <laughs> death, death, death. Death, 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 um, Yeah. We talk about death because uh, it's an unavoidable part of life. Mm. So um, they say. So they say, yeah. <laughs> Uh, not for us, obviously, but um, for some people, it's going to happen. Mm. Um, we will cover the uh, the top five regrets of the dying, mm-hmm. um, which I believe we've mentioned before. We have in a, yeah, in a previous yeah. podcast, haven't we? What yeah. are they? We're not going to tell you. You'll have to pledge to find out. And um, we'll also cover what happens when you die, uh, what happens when you nearly die. In fact, and but in both uh, cases, you shit yourself. <laughs> Thanks for that, Doctor. Um, and for the latter, uh, what happens when you nearly die? Um, 
I'm going to do a reading from the from my diaries, oh. which is going to be included in the book, I believe. Okay. A reading from my time in Kings when I had that toenail off. Remember? Oh yeah. Let's go turn the heat back on. Thank God for that. The last thing I can clearly remember of the real world is insisting upon a full anaesthetic. Local anaesthetics, for which one requires the courage to remain awake and possibly even watch the surgery, are in my view the preserve of marines or women. It's not my game. The doctor administered something quite wonderful and before I could ask him if it was available in boots, I could feel myself slipping into oblivion where I remained quite happily for a few moments playing Candy Crush on my phone. The next thing I knew, my bodily spirit, entirely without permission, decided to ascend to the ceiling and view the proceedings from there. I saw myself lying on the bed. I looked tired. And was my hair really that long? And yet still, somehow, I remained gorgeous. <laughs> the flowers my wife bought me sat in the vase on my utility table next to a family bag of revels. I hope the nurse doesn't snaffle one of them, I thought to myself, and if she does, I hope she gets a coffee one. I felt something tugging at my hand. I looked round to see a fair-haired, winged creature, like a giant bug, pouring at me. Jesus Christ, I ejaculated. Close, said the creature. Come, I wish to show you a bright light at the end of a long tunnel. Unable to think of an excuse, I was led down a corridor, past renal, cardiology and a little shop where I'd noticed they were doing Walker's Crisps grab bags for half price. Mm. That really is unbeatable value. <laughs> what is that you're carrying, I said to the blonde monster. It is a small portable harp known as a medieval harp, witted the creature. Could be worse. It could be a fucking ukulele, I said, <laughs> trying to make conversation. I call them fuckulelies. <laughs> the gargoyle didn't respond. Sure enough, at the end of another long corridor, a bright light came into view, and my feathered friend began to fly a little more urgently. Do you mind not flapping so hard, I said. My hair's going all over the place. Maybe you should have had a trim, said the, f <laughs> said the freak. We just the tiniest hint of needle. Are you a boy or a girl? I asked, and immediately recalled being asked the same question as a child by an elderly paedophile in Clacton. My life was flashing before my eyes, or at least my flashes were. I am an angel, replied the beast, as we became all but consumed by the intense light. And what do you wish of me, O winged one? Could you pass me up that bulb, he said. Some cunts put a 70-watt halogen in here when it should have been a 28. <laughs> the spell was broken. 28 watts, I said. Sufficient lumens for a regular desk lamp. Exactly, said the angel, who I now recognised as a hospital maintenance operative. Are we dead, I asked. Might as fucking well be. £8.50 an hour. You're having a bleeding laugh, aren't you? And with that... I came round, not dead, but altered, and with a new appreciation of hospital maintenance staff. <laughs> well, very moving, and uh, yeah, full of mystery. <laughs> and yeah, so we end with death, of course we do, yeah. I mean, I say that, there's a little bit more, isn't there? The appendix. Unlike, unlike yeah. life, there's a little bit more, yeah. yeah. So yeah, at the end, yeah, we've got a little uh, recap of, uh, to make sure you've learnt uh, the lessons within and the refund form is there as well and the it? refund form yes um, and also there's a little test at the end I mean generally yeah. we're not in favour of exams no, no. Uh, medical or academic um, but we've made an exception here because the lessons in this book are priceless and they are likely to enhance and inform the rest of your life unlike your GCSEs um, Advanced students will know there's no need to cram for this one. Uh, just go with your instincts. Because um, these questions are drawn from real-life experiences and mm. our responses to them. 
And it's taken years of experience and experimentation and adult reflection to get us to this point. Have there been mistakes? No. <laughs> because fun- fundamentally, deep down in my very soul, I'm a bum dasser. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, souls. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, you could say we end with death. Everything ends with death. But, you know, it was a beautiful story, I have to say. Thank you, mate. Yeah, Yeah, it was. I mean, it wasn't actually death, it was a near-death experience. It was a near-death, yeah, yeah. yeah. So from your near-death to uh, the actual death of this episode, we're off. (laughs) Nice segue. Uh, We are off. Yeah, one of the rewards for for pledging for the new book is, um, believe it or not, a pub crawl with us. Wonderful, yes, uh, and research is everything. So we, we you know, we're on it. Uh, we'd hate to let anyone down, especially pubs. So uh, off to sample as many as possible uh, until we get thoroughly sick of Scotch eggs or die of cold, whichever comes first. Yeah, hang on a minute. I've mm. been thinking. Uh oh. Since this is what you might call work, mm. and we are what you might call freelancers or mm. drunks. <laughs> Uh, and since we don't have a place of work, yeah, are we not in a work bubble as defined by Her Majesty's idiot government? Oh my God, what are you saying? I'm saying we can sit inside and have a pint without having to get married. That is genius. What are we waiting for? One more here. One more here. Phoebe. And of course, please don't forget to pledge via the deserter website. Deserter.co.uk or on the Unbound page. Just search for disaster. I mean, deserter. No, you. No, 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 no. You don't do it like that, old Namby Pamby, and please pledge and thank you, please, for pledging, please. You say it like it is. Your life's in the fucking dumper. Without listeners putting their hands in their pockets, not only will the book never get made, but your existence will be rendered meaningless because you're two feckless layabouts who can't get it together to do anything else. You tell them if you don't pledge, there's a very good chance no one will ever hear from you again. You say if they don't pledge, you'll send the boys around. Hold a gun to their heads. And that's not a metaphor. I mean it. Hold a gun to their heads until they send you what you need. Here in the States, that's just business. Perfectly legal in most states. Greatest country in the world. Land of opportunity.